Is your salsa lifeless and unappetizing? Are you tired of your standard order of sad, uninspired refried beans? Are your sides in desperate need of a habanero zing? It's time to try the Milan Taco, serving you a piping hot empanada of zesty current affairs topped off with a spicy social media minute and a crispy churro-licious fact of the day. Your life is about to get jalapenoed up. Tune in, put on your sombrero, and I'll give you some guac and my thoughts. South Africa now has 2,003 known cases of infection with 24 recorded deaths due to the COVID-19 on Friday afternoon. Now, all but two of those deaths were in people 63 or older. This comes as the President Cyril Ramaphosa made an announcement on Thursday night that the lockdown would be extended by two weeks. Now, the President and the Minister of Health cited similar numbers as proof that the lockdown is being effective by stating that the daily increase of around 4% in cases since the start of the lockdown, as opposed to a rate of increase of more than 40% in the early days of detection. Previously, Health Minister William Kieser had been stressing that the true state of the disease in South Africa would only be known until testing had been massively ramped up. Now, as of Friday, there were no sign that this had happened, and South Africa reported a total of 73,028 tests conducted, an increase of 4,154 over the previous day, but that was down from an increase of 5,098 the day before, which in turn was down from 5,678 the day before that. Now, on the 1st of April, Mkize launched mobile laboratories that should be capable of handling up to 30,000 tests per day, but it turned out that only a handful of the units were actually ready to operate. With this going on, local companies and academic institutions are leading the onslaught against the COVID-19 health crisis using technology to find solutions to the pandemic, such as providing new equipment and finding ways to alleviate pressure on medical services. Earlier this week saw the launch of the Corona Fighter web-enabled app found at testforcovid.co.za. Now, this app allows you to track your symptoms through a simplified automated self-monitoring process. This platform was initiated and created due to COVID-19's tendency to present symptoms slowly and be passed along incredibly easy, so they felt that self-monitoring should start as soon as possible. The health status and symptoms of patients with coronavirus also change over time, and pre-testing will ensure that there are fewer false negative tests. There are other apps on the market as well. Appion.net has built a pre-screening symptom checker into its platform. And the idea behind self-monitoring is to alleviate the pressure on healthcare infrastructure. It does not take the healthcare providers out of the equation, as according to the founder and chief executives at Appion.net. Meanwhile, a team from University of Pretoria's Department of Statistics, in collaboration with other international universities, have developed what is believed to be the first interactive app in the country that provides real-time data on COVID-19 using R-Shiny, which is a statistical software package. Now, the professor at the university said that the power of this app is twofold. 
It produces downloadable plots of COVID-19 counts. There is also an interactive setting whereby users can shift days since the first infection on a scale and see how the data has changed. Now, along with these developments, uh, South Africa also has regulations specific to dealing with bodies of those who die of COVID-19 to stop the further spread. These rules were published on Wednesday as part of a set of directions that also deal with human resource recruitment and allocation during the disaster and the handling of waste from quarantine facilities. And under the new rules, every municipality in South Africa must identify suitably authorized mortuaries to handle bodies, while provincial health departments must determine the capacity of government mortuaries. The health minister, Zwelem Kize, listed mortuaries as one of the strategic areas where additional personnel is urgently required. Like laboratories and quarantine sites, that means mortuaries can now hire more staff in the space of a week rather than following the much longer usual process. Anyone handling the body of a person who died of COVID-19 is required to wear personal protective clothing at all times under the rules, and that also includes family members. No person should at any given time handle the human remains with bare hands, including kissing. This is according to the regulations. All health personnel in both public and private spheres must be trained in managing the pandemic including management of mortal remains. Now, as we head into a period of an extension of the lockdown, the South African government should allow for the sale of alcohol to resume during the extension of the lockdown. This is according to South African booze makers. They went on and said that there should be strict rules, including that all drinks must be sold on a takeaway basis. So to ensure that consumers do not travel unnecessarily, we recommend that licensed taverns and holders of micro-manufacturing licenses should be granted a special dispensation to operate strictly as off-consumption outlets subject to the strict social distancing requirements. The industry's bodies further went and put under their proposal that bottle stores and taverns, newly made takeaway-only taverns that is, would operate between 9am and 6pm on weekdays and up to 4pm on Saturdays and not at all on Sundays and public holidays. In another restriction, the bodies recommend that all promotions intended to get people to buy more booze be banned, such as those buy-to-get-one-free deals. On the basis of substantial risk to social distancing requirements, they support a continued ban on bars where drinks are consumed on-premises, the letter was written before President Cyril Ramaphosa on Thursday announced an extension of South Africa's lockdown, during which the sale and transport of alcoholic beverages is strictly prohibited. And this is obviously up until May. Now, one thing to point out here is President Cyril Ramaphosa told the nation that most of the existing lockdown measures will remain in force until the end of April. And he did not elaborate on what changes there may be to a minority of the regulations. Restrictions considered for an extended lockdown period should balance both their impact on effectively mitigating health risks and preserving the stability of the legal liquor industry. That's according to the alcohol producers in their letter to the government. Going abroad with this story, New Zealanders are on something else. They're not running after booze like us. 
New Zealanders are snapping up at least one product during the global pandemic. And that is sex toys. On the 8th of April, The Guardian published an article that said in the 48 hours before New Zealand went on national lockdown on the 25th of March, sex toy sales tripled at Adult Toy Megastore. New Zealand's handling of the coronavirus by trying to eliminate rather than contain the virus was praised earlier this week by the Washington Post. Adult Toy Megastore spokesperson Emily Wrights said that sales had boomed internationally too, and she thought that it was because of New Zealand's media coverage. And she went on and said that hygiene protocols are really strict here for us, so it might be reassuring to people wanting to order. The sex store remains open in New Zealand after government deemed it an essential service because it sells medical items and condoms. Other spokesperson for Adult Toys Megastore went on and said that beginner range of toys were very, very popular. And she says that it seems like women in particular are all thinking, well, I'm at home alone, so there's no better time to try something new. She further went on and said that she expected an increase in sales for sex toys that can communicate with each other. Some of our toys have the ability to connect through an app, Bluetooth or by video, so that couples can use them even if they are not together. Along with entry-level toys and toys that can communicate, sales have spiked for condoms, lubricant, menstrual cups, adult board games and sex toy cleaners. New Zealand has some history with sex toys. In an infamous moment in national politics in 2016, a protester threw a dildo at former Economic Development Minister Stephen Joyce. A Josie Butler, who threw the object at Joyce while he was speaking to the media, shouted, That's for raping our sovereignty. So now New Zealanders are in the news again for sex toys. So worldwide, there's just over 1.6 million people confirmed with the coronavirus and the deaths close to 100,000. The best thing to do right now is to be at home. Now from couch potatoing to trolling the web for coronavirus-related news, being under lockdown means we all have a lot more time on our hands. Now get out of your head and off your couch, in the virtual sense, for a trip around the world traversing continents to visit famous landmarks, or taking a class to learn new skills such as drawing and writing. How, you may ask? The answer is virtual reality. There are a number of virtual reality resources that have now been made free to the public in a scheme to help combat boredom and to keep people mentally and physically fit. So whether you're a history buffin, wildlife lover, or simply just miss the outdoors, there's sure to be something on this list for you. For all the art and history fanatics being driven crazy at home, you can now go to a virtual tour of up to 17 different museums across Europe. See the glory of the world's largest art and antiques museum, the Louvre in France. Or take the beauty of the masterpieces of the Dutch Golden Age seen at the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam. Viewers can virtually browse some of the world's most famous historical artifacts without even leaving their couches. Now, there are famous landmarks too, so no need to board a plane or stand in a queue to catch a glimpse of these countries. Viewers can see it all in one day as they hop from continent to continent, taking in the amazing architectural sites as they wander the streets of Spain, New York City, and more. 
hop over to Egypt and see the pyramids, or head to Australia for an interactive tour at the Opera House, Hyde Park, Luna Park, or other famous locations. If you're into game drives, then Wild Earth is a live wildlife broadcaster that has built a passionate community of nature lovers. Join them on your very own expert-hosted safari in real time whilst venturing through the heart of the African wilderness. You can experience one of the most beautiful places on Earth and interact with their expertise. Keep an eye out for elephants, leopards, lions, cheetah, hippo, and more. I was actually watching this one and they get just over 10,000 viewers per stream. It's really incredible. Now that's your current affairs for today on The Millen Taco. Let's get into our fact of the day. Did you know that four times more people speak English as a second language than as a native one? It is the most widely spoken tongue in the world with nearly 2 billion people learning it as a second language. And get this, only 350 million people speak it natively. That's your fact of the day on The Mill and Taco, and we end off our podcast by taking a look at our social media minute. And today is a bit of a tough one. Uh, the hashtags trending in South Africa... Not too interesting as I thought they would be. People are getting bored during the lockdown. The first one we're looking at is hashtag if I had liquor. One user at sheisklorny says the only reason people are mad at the extension is because they're thirsty. I know if I had liquor, I'd be enjoying this holiday. <laughs> one user at dislothinker says hashtag if I had liquor. So making your own alcohol is the biggest hit on Google South Africa. And this guy's basically put a screenshot of Google search and he's literally just typed in how to. Uh, the first suggestion that comes up is how to make your own alcohol. Last week, we've seen a lot of people making breads, pastries and baking. I think we're going to see a big change in people starting to make homemade beer. That's basically what's been trending on, on Twitter. And it's not something I can really put into a podcast for you. People posting pictures of their homemade beer. Our second hashtag that I've selected is hashtag lockdown extended. A user at edtodayfm tweeted, be grateful it isn't May 4th. Can you imagine the Star Wars jokes? Hashtag lockdown extended. And we end off with this one here from at Lady, who says, I miss Zuma. He would have said, go out, but don't breathe. <laughs> Hashtag lockdown extended. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Millen Taco. I welcome your suggestions on my podcast journey on Twitter at J-U-S-T-M-E-E-L-A-N. With that, I hang up my sombrero and one day... I will make those onions cry. Salute. The Millen Taco.